Hi, I'm Michelle Gelati Mandel. And I'm Josh Mandel. And this is the How Goods This podcast, where we share with you our creative hacks learned from coupledom. These thoughts and ideas have been inspired by our two decades together, which includes living and working in three different countries, one child, one dog, and lots and lots of love notes. And let's face it, we've also been inspired and have learned from the challenges we all face in our lives as couples. Tough times, family loss, we've learned from all of it. So we hope you enjoy How Good's This, a podcast that encourages you to ask this simple question every day. Hi there, and welcome back to the How Good's This podcast. We are so happy to be back and to dive into what potentially for you might feel like it, like this, what this topic feels to us fun, but also you can go really, really deep with it. Is that the topic of curiosity? It is. And it didn't kill the cat. It In doesn't. Fact, it it expa- never does. No, it expanded the cat. The brain of the cat expanded it. The consciousness of the cat. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's evolution. Is curiosity driven? That's right. What happens if I go eat that thing? Mm. Yep. Yep. So we had a great experience recently. Um, there is a gentleman. No, you can't Don't tell start them there. that. No, you can't tell them I was that. Going, I, was, I was going right to the cut. Oh, boy. We said we are going to wing this one, so now we're well, winging it. No, we're winging it, but there is, we did talk about this particular piece. <laughs> this is the only, my goodness. So you go. Okay. So before we tell you um, what inspired or who inspired this, um, this particular episode, this particular show, um, we want to share with you the different, a few of the different things that Nolan, our son, who's now 12 and a half, um, has introduced us to. Because, you know, and I know that I can um, speak for both Josh and myself when I say that parenthood, and particularly parenthood being parents to him, to Nolan, has been one of the greatest, greatest joys and blessings and honors um, that we've had. He has, number one, he's introduced me to the desire, or he's really sort of made me realize what a deep desire I have to communicate in a clear way. What has he taught you? Well, or, or introduced you to. Well, I was going to say just on the subject of the of this particular episode, curiosity is the the desire to feed his curiosity. <clears throat> you know, because frankly, there are a lots of thing, a lot of questions he asks, or a lot of things that he wants to dive into that we don't know anything about. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome! I'm going to learn something new. But um, I think that's a big part of being human that people who lose their sense of humanity or, or start to feel depressed, I think a big piece of it is that they've stopped being curious about things, stopped mm. being curious about the world. So with kids, they, they want to know everything. Why, you know, the, is it the, in between the twos and the threes? It's the why, why, why? And they kind of like twist the knife of curiosity, but the reality is, is that they're coming into a consciousness of the fact that they can ask questions and try to get answers to things. Mm. 
That's beautiful. Yeah, and I remember you, you've shared that with me before over the years, um, that, that piece of it. Um, before I share the next thing that he's introduced me to, I want to go back and amend and or revise what I said because it wasn't just about clear communication. And we've been doing so much of that um, as he now is 12 and a half. We, I feel like communication has become such a more important thing. It's always been important, of course, um, but it, it's not just about clear communication. I think, you know, now, like over the last month, what I have felt is that he has introduced me to the power of sitting down to really listen, to really listen to your child, to remember the child within you and not just put yourself in their shoes, but remember what it was like, because it's not that hard. Like all of us can do it. You know, you just think back to the times that you felt great with your parents or the times that you didn't feel great. Meaning, you know, when I think of the times that I didn't feel great, a lot of the time, um, or a lot of those memories go back to not feeling understood, not feeling heard slash understood slash, um, honored for my voice or my, you know, feelings, not always, of course, but you know, especially in my like preteens and teen years, you know, when you're, you know, you're going through a lot, there's just a lot sort of flowing through your mind. Um, and, and there's a lot that you need. And so, so that's my addendum. I, um, it's not just about clear communication. It's not really about me communicating to him at all. It's about me being the receiver you know, really listening to him so that then he is able to really receive my love or feel like he is loved. Um, the third thing um, to go with our, our listing here, and we'll do maybe one or two more and then we'll get to the, the, um, the inspiration for this episode, um, which really actually he is the inspiration if you really think about it. You know, um, when you think about having a child, it's, it's, it is the, the theme and the topic for years has been curiosity. I mean, I have relived my life through those curious eyes so many times. Um, but yeah, the, so the third thing that I would mention around what he has introduced me to is, wow, this is a tender one. He has introduced me to a tenderness and a specifically a tenderness around saying goodbye. You know, I've obviously understood loss, physical loss, meaning, you know, death, deaths in the family. Um, but this one is meaning this particular feeling of, of detachment. I don't know if that's yeah, that is the right word for me right now. Um, this feeling of knowing that I love this being so much, and yet he is not mine. He is of the world. He is of his world. And I have helped and I have, you know, like I'm imagining myself tying his shoes in Guadalajara or strolling him around the block or feeding him, you know, feeding him, breastfeeding him or 
or bottle feeding him when I transitioned to that and all the different things that you do as a parent slash as a mom to take care of a, of a being and they're always so close to you and you're always nurturing and you're always protecting and then they get to this phase that he's in right now where he's so much more independent he's always been a very independent thinker but where I am being asked to without words <coughs> I'm being asked to let him go. And so he's introduced me to a tenderness, to a place that I, to, to, a, to a type of loss, if we can really call it that, to a type of loss that I didn't know before him. So I'm going to pose a question as I did in our previous podcast where I put the hat on of the interviewer we started off with a theme of curiosity, but I feel like we've kind of evolved to a theme of relationship. Mm-hmm. Is that how you feel? Is that what we're talking about now? Mm. No, it's still curiosity. <laughs> so you have a, you you are talking about the your own curiosity at the evolution of your relationship with Nolan. Yeah, absolutely. And remember, we're doing the listing because <clears throat> the next thing you're going to share is how we even met the person who inspired the curiosity episode. Right. But, but when, I like how you're linking it all together. Well, I'm trying, I'm just trying to find the common thread because <clears throat> what you're talking about with him and apologies, I have some asthma issues right now. So you may hear me clear my throat occasionally. But what you were just talking about in terms of kind of like this evolution of your relationship with Nolan and Kim, you know, getting to an independent life, um, I was trying to think of like, okay, is this still under the theme of curiosity or not? And it is a curiosity because it's completely brand new to you. So you have to kind of just take it as it is. You don't have a playbook. You, no. you have to You have to be a, wow, okay, I, I'm curious about what the next step will be. I'm curious about what his next reaction will be. I'm curious. So that's what, you know what I mean? I, I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out how it potentially. Yeah. I love that. Was and, linked. and yeah, I would, I would completely agree. It is a curiosity and it is a curiosity. If I'm being really honest, it's a curiosity that doesn't always feel that great because on the other side of the, Hey, I'm curious about this <laughs> is just more, detachment is Mm. more space. Um, and I don't, you know, I'm happy, like, you know, my, I'm, I'm happy to give that space and I know it's so healthy and there is this longing as a, I don't even know if it's, yeah, part of it is as a mother, but I think it's just as someone who loves, you know, like when I said goodbye to Dino or my mom or Oma, you know, same, same, but different. There's just a longing um, for it to be the way that it was. Um, and so absolutely, I would agree with you that is it is a very curious season for me right now. And, and I don't know if you feel the same, but um, all right, we've talked about it. I know you feel the same, but I feel like mine is there, there's 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 similarities and then there's differences for, for each mm. of us. So I'm very, very curious. It's a curious season and I am learning a lot about myself and about 
you know, the ways that I potentially thought that I had grown, that I had evolved, that I had opened my mind and how there's still so much more to go. Yeah. And I think you're also highlighting kind of the, the different definitions of curious. There's, there's curious where you describe somebody or yourself. I'm curious, meaning I want to learn. I want to know. And when you said curious season, it reminded me that there's also when you qualify something as being curious, a lot of times it means that it's, it feels peculiar or different. Mm. Hmm. That's curious. You don't mean it as like, oh, I want to learn about it. You mean like, oh, that's different. So we're kind of, kind of playing with a couple different meanings right now, which yeah. is fun. It is fun. So share one more thing that Nolan has, has introduced you to, and then I'll share the, um, the intro for the sort of exercise that we're going to share with them that we learned the other day. Uh, one thing that Nolan has introduced me to is the depth of the Star Wars universe. I was always, you know, I can remember how old I was, 12, maybe 13, Nolan's age now, when the, the first Star Wars came out in the movie theater and I was enraptured of it as a lot of young people were. But now there's such a, between the, the movies and the, the TV shows and the novels and the books and the graphic novels, there's such a, a deep kind of lexicon to it. Um, he is, in, in his joy with it, he's kind of reignited mine. I love that. <clears throat> yeah, you, you, guys are, you guys are buds in the Star Wars realm. I, I've really grown to love it as, as a result, you know, just watching the movies all over again through your, through your eyes. Because the first time I watched them, I think it was before I even met you. Um, so, okay, so then the last thing on this loving list um, around what Nolan has introduced us to, he introduced us to a show called Brain Games. And those of you, um, well, whether you have kids or not, maybe you've seen it on what... what uh... That's why I was... I knew you were going to ask me that. I don't know if it was National Geographic Channel or Discovery, or it's basically like one of those types of channels. But mm-hmm. the show... Um, is about all of the things that your brain does that you don't necessarily know or control. Um, so there's an, an awful lot of optical illusion, but then there's also like sleight of hand magic. Um, there's how we, uh, our, our inability to be really good um, witnesses of events, how, how faulty our memory is. So basically, it's just kind of unpacking um, how we are as human animals in the world and how, how we think we operate is actually quite different from how we actually operate. And so Brain Games is about, in the show, it's super fun because they, they introduce games to people, to either you as a viewer or, or people that you're watching, and then you watch them struggle with them, you know? It was really well done, I thought, and and I think yeah. we started watching it. If he's twelve and a half now, we had we were back in the states for a good maybe couple of years or so. So probably eight. He was probably eight-ish, yeah, exactly. 
And you guys, we loved it. It was just, it was, it's, it was one of those shows that um, really kept connecting us as a family. And like, we started to really see, you know, witness and see and, and appreciate and get even more curious about how Nolan's mind worked and like the, you know, the different things that he loved to, to explore or to, I mean, to explore within or read more about. And science was one of them. He's, he's a very curious, curious cat, curious expanded cat. And, um, so in, within that show, we were introduced to, um, I want to say a guy, a guy, a gentleman, presenter, presenter yeah. by the name of Jason Silva, which some of you might um, know right off the top. You might remember his name. If you don't remember his name, definitely Google him. I actually shared this with a um, videographer who I've worked with a few times because he's he's sharing on Instagram in a particular way. And I wrote him the other day and I said, hey, listen, you got to you should really if you don't know him already, you know, look up Jason Silva. Um, he Googled him. And he said, Michelle, okay, I, I actually didn't know this guy's name, but I definitely had seen his face before. So you guys might feel the same. Um, you, once you Google him and check him out, and you don't really have to go very far. On, in fact, on Facebook, he posts a lot, a, a lot of really cool, um, and cool is not the word, a lot of really um, engaging videos that talks about everything from science to um, mysticism to depression to, you know, romance. I mean, it's like, and it's, and it's really, um, yeah, it's just really engaging, dynamic stuff. Yeah. So we, we saw him, uh, actually speak here in Santa Monica. I would say before you talk about that, I would say he is, he's, he's, um, we, we first encountered him as obviously the kind of like the, the host, the, the speaking head of, brain games in the show. But what we learned through the content is that he is, he's a, he's like a modern day philosopher. He's looking at all the different ways that we perceive the world, how we understand the world, how we uh, relate with one another. Um, He's got a little bit of a, I would say a spiritual bent through um the transcendent experience of different events and also how um, psychosyllabins and different things like that can help us engage with reality, um, which may seem weird, but, through, you know, through my own experiences, I know that those paths can help you engage with reality in a different way. Um, so um, he, he's, he is, he's an interesting guy because, I you know, you guys know from previous episodes where we've talked about it before, I was a philosophy major and a big part of my ongoing desire, daily desire is to figure out how we live in this world and, and figure out different ways and paths to understand better ways to live in this world. And it's very much what he's, I think the same path that he's on. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have to be honest on, on, uh, on when I ran into him, <laughs> virtually on Facebook, uh, I was intrigued because I had seen him before and I was like, oh, there's the brain games guy, brain games guy. And, you know, I immediately thought of Nolan. And then I think I watched one video. I probably watched two videos. Um, and in the last year, maybe I've watched five, six, so not a ton. Um, 
you know, so there's been an appreciation there, but I didn't realize maybe how fond I actually was of his work or of the way that he actually not just sort of filters um, information, but how he expresses. And that's, by the way, and this is a whole other episode, but, um, you know, note to self, you know, note to all our, of ourselves, the information that you gather and or put together is not the only important thing in engagement. The other, you know, 51% is how do you actually express that information? In other words, how do you not only, you know, put the puzzle pieces back together again? um, In other words, like what words are you using, you know, um, to when you're up on stage or you're on, on the, in the podcast or, you know, you're in the workshop how are you using your hands? How are, you know, what are, how are you going to um, focus or I should say highlight different words? And, you know, how are you going to make it exciting for people to listen to? So he's, he's really good at that. So, but when I saw, um, I think it was through Facebook as well, uh, that he was coming to Santa Monica, uh, which is just about 10 minutes from where Josh and I live. I didn't realize maybe how fond I actually was of his work and of how he presents his work because when I saw that he was coming, it was like, oh no, we're definitely going. Um, so here we are. We find ourselves um, in this auditorium with about, I don't know, what do you think, a thousand people? Yeah. Ish? Yeah. We find, ourse- find ourselves there for about an hour and 20 minute talk or so and then a little bit of Q&A. Um, and... It was a really cool, um, cool combination of topics. And we won't go through all the different topics, but we do want to talk to you about curiosity and something that he shared around that topic. And then also leave you with a, we thought, fairly simple exercise that we quickly, again, we're parents. (laughs) We had soccer tonight. We got home at, um, you know, we got home at eight o'clock at night or 7.45, and then had to quickly make um, dinner that we had prepped earlier on in the day. And uh, so there wasn't, you know, we didn't prep a lot, uh, you know, didn't have a lot of time for this. And, or or I should say, but the one thing that I had done a couple days ago on a piece of paper, which I left in the kitchen, is um, basically, in other words, how um, how to follow curiosity to your passion and then how to follow your passion through to your purpose, which is essentially what he was saying. Now I hadn't done the exercise and I'll tell you what the exercise is. The exercise that he had us, um, that he talked to us about, um, during this, this hour plus talk is, is this write down the three to five things that you're curious about. And then after you've, and, 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 um, for those of you who are visual, I what I ended up doing instead of just writing them down like in list form, I ended up doing circles, almost not a Venn diagram, but just you know separate circles on a piece of paper. Um, so maybe that will be helpful to you too. Draw three to five circles. In each of those circles, write down one thing that you're curious about. Then after you're done, go through and see where the overlap is for you. <clears throat> See where the overlap is. And where the overlap is, is what you should follow. In other words, that's where the energy is, right? In other words, where they overlap is your golden thread, is your golden thread. And then where, um, 
you know, where that curiosity overlaps is also how you identify passion, how you identify passion. And then passion um, then turns into purpose, or you can turn those, that passion into a purpose. In other words, you can ask yourself, okay, so now that I know this golden thread, I know what my passion is. Okay, I can turn now that passion into purpose by asking myself, what problems can be served by this passion? So again, I jotted all that down. I haven't had time to actually do it. We sat down and about 12 minutes before we sat down, I did mine really quickly within probably three or four minutes. I was like, cool, okay, that, that didn't take very long. So we'll, you know, we can share this on the podcast and this will be super helpful to all of you as well. And again, it doesn't take a lot of time. And I really tested it because I said, okay, Josh, now it's literally, we had already sat down in front of the podcast equipment um, and gave him the same piece of paper that I had. And I said, okay, and I drew the five circles I said, okay, what are you curious about? And he started telling me. And then I said, all right, let you know, within the next minute or two, um, what what's the golden thread? So, you want to take over? The R's, am I taking over a specific exercise or anything you want to say? Yeah. So, um, that part was great because I think that. I'm going to unfold the papers so you're going to hear it in the background right now because my wife was just pointing to me to watch out for the sound. Um, the The exercise was great. I, I think all of these things are great because they're focusing. They, they get you to, we all have, you know, look, we're all multidimensional people, whether we have kids or not, whether we have uh, a regular job or doing contract and freelance work whether we're artists, whatever it is, we're, we're all multidimensional. But what exercises like this cause us to do is to focus in on what our core is, which I think a lot of us probably feel like we walk around the world doing or, or, or have a sense of. But until you actually sit down and, and write it down and write it out, you might be surprised by what you're what you're feeling or what you're thinking or, or the, the decisions that you need to make in terms of what you put into those circles. So we ourselves did the, um, we chose five. Michelle chose five. I would have chosen three. <laughs> it was, she made me more expansive than I am normally. But we each chose five circles of the things that we are curious about and then did the exercise of trying trying to find the 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 red line that connected all of it the through line um you're going to do yours now i think i'm going to do mine and so just so that you all know so i know we talked about three parts right so we talked about curiosity we talked about passion and then we talked <clears throat> about purpose in other words he said follow your follow the curiosities jot those down see where the golden thread is or see where the what'd you call it through red line thread. Yeah. red thread through line is um, that also will point you to your passion and then it will point you eventually to your purpose for the purposes of this particular episode we are going to keep it simple and we're gonna you know leave us off, we're gonna um, end um, at the first piece. We're going to end at the first piece and then potentially in the next episode, we'll keep going with passion and purpose because it's a, it's a deeper, I mean, this is like some of the stuff that I do with 
um, with clients and it's pretty right. involved. Right. So, so let's, let's, let's at least leave you with a win. In other words, a small win, um, that is going to be the through line. That's going to be the golden thread. And you'll see, you'll see what I mean in a second. We'll, we'll sort of wrap it up at the end um, with a little bit of passion and purpose, but just know that obviously we're not sort of, you know, opening up Pandora's amazing box and saying, okay, and this is everything that Jason Silva said, and this is everything that he meant, because he also did the same. He let us, this is really the only thing he told us, and then, you know, he, he just let, you know, um, had us be on our way. So here are um, my five things that I'm most curious about. And Josh is hearing these for the first time. Death, marriage, commanding a room slash creating a tribe, being a supportive mother, and then the last one is travel slash other cultures. And within a couple minutes, as I shared before, it's like, okay, so what is the golden thread here? Why am I curious about each of these things? And I realized fairly quickly that for me, it's about connection. It's about connection. So I realized- That's your red thread. That's my red thread. Hmm. Within every, yeah, with every single one. Um, Creating connection or just the fact of connection? The fact of connection, meaning we are connected. We are always connected. Um, Everything is connected. Your thought is connected to action. Action is hopefully connected to thought. Um, so celebrating the connection, mm-hmm. showing it to people when they might not realize that it's there. Both of those and the latter would take precedence. Mm. Showing that the, and, and especially because the very first thing, as I mentioned, for me was death and it's really important for me not just to know this for myself, but to, as you just um, shared, to help explain and or express this to others, to other mm-hmm. people. You know, that that when someone passes, that there is still connection. You can still connect with your loved one. You are still connected energetically. Again, it's it's a whole new world that we can be curious about. Um, but there's still connection there. Um, and then I won't go through each one, but essentially marriage, you know, commanding a room, you know, when you're speaking, you know, um, creating a tribe, creating a community, being a supportive mother, traveling, you know, being curious about other cultures, all of that for me, the, the joy, basically the, the joy of curiosity for me, for each of these themes or topics is, the wonder, honestly, the wonder that like my wide-eyed, um, you know, eight and a half year old little girl realizing, oh my gosh, each of these subjects are telling me the same thing. That I'm always going to be able to find a way to connect in my marriage when someone passes. When I'm leading a room, being a great mother throughout all the stages. Again, the stage at two was different than the stage at seven, than the stage at 12. But I've always, I am capable, meaning as a human being, I am capable as a, as a creative being. Mm-hmm. I'm capable of creating connections. Same with travel and other cultures. Like that to me is putting, you know, putting the puzzle pieces together. It's so awesome when I travel and I realize, wow, we are way more connected than we 
um, than most of us humans think. You know, you go to different um, different countries, and sure, some of the cult, some of the um, cultural traditions are a little bit different. But you just give yourself another minute, another you know, uh, couple minutes talking to someone or just witnessing a mother speaking to her child or the way that someone you know, um, is enjoying their, a dance or enjoying their food or how people come together around holiday. And it's, connect, it's the same. It's connection. So I will hand <clears throat> that paper back over to you, sir. You kind of expanded my thinking. I think I would have done this differently after hearing you talk. And I haven't seen yours, by the way, everyone. I haven't seen Josh's, so he's going to take me through his. Even though they're on the same paper, I, I folded it to make sure that we couldn't see. It's interesting, though. But um, So when I, when I thought about the things that I am specifically curious about, <clears throat> excuse me again, my asthma, um, time, if you guys have heard some of our previous episodes, um, time is something that I continue to be obsessed about and how, um, while most of us think that time is kind of an absolute because we live by the clock and there's only so many hours in the day and we think about time as a commodity, if you've ever meditated or even lost yourself in a, you know, creative endeavor or work environment and realize like, oh, wow, I had no sense of time during that. You, you've had an inkling into the reality that um, time is very malleable depending upon our perception and we're actually more in control of time than, than we think. Um, so for me, that was the curiosities about control. Um, I also wrote husband and father is two different things because I am very curious about those things. I'm curious about now that no one's getting older and, you know, when we, when he was younger, we all seemed to be wrapped up together, but now there's a, a bit of, um, separation and a desire for a private life in Nolan, um, that's, uh, made me think about <clears throat> our relationship together and separate and curious about both. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Communication specifically is a thing I'm curious about. There's a um, great book by James Gleek called The Information, which is a, a natural history of information science or information. And just over the years, how the ways that we're able to communicate with one another, both... Um, how we've evolved as people, but also has tech, how technology has evolved, has changed our reality and our expectation. And that overlaps with time. You know, now that we, excuse me, <clears throat> now that we all have email on our phones, uh, there's an expectation that if we have an email, that we respond to it right away. Whereas, you know, back in the day, if we somebody sent us a letter, they wouldn't expect anything back for a couple of weeks. So that factors in and overlaps. And then the last thing that I'm endlessly curious about is optimism. And there's a, optimism is a thing that I think in our society, especially Western society, 
kind of gets relegated to the side as if it's kind of like a, a frosting on the cake. But um, if you dive into psychology a little bit, it's really interesting that most of psychology says that we, as human beings, regardless of culture, have to be innately optimistic people because we have to grow, we have to get up in the morning and have children and do all the things that we do, believing that the future life has the potential to be better than the present life. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. If, if we looked at things like disease and poverty and natural disasters and saw them as things that overcame optimism, then we'd stop. We'd give up, but we don't. So that means that at our core, we are, as human beings, innately optimistic people. And I think that's not something that's talked about enough in, in our culture, in our society today. So if I was going to try to, I, I had drawn a, a thread through here, but I don't think it fits anymore. So if I was going to draw a thread through here, I would say, if I can use a couple words, I would say um, it, it's an optimism about changes. Hmm. I like the, the energy in that. There's, there's movement, yeah. That's great. Gosh, we have to again. You're you guys are hearing this in real time. Um, I want to sit with that. I want to. We got it. We have to keep following the the exercise, both for me and for you, and just kind of keep talking about it, keep drawing, keep seeing kind of where that golden thread leads us, and and that's where um, where we'll close today. In other words, I'm going to use mine as an example and just talk you guys through. Um, passion and purpose really quick. Again, these are very, very big topics, but hopefully I can make it, um, you know, simple for the purposes of this episode. Um, seeing as we, again, we wanted to focus on curiosity, um, really help us get, help Josh and I, again, this is all real time, help us get to the place of figuring out, okay, what is that golden thread? What is the commonality between these different themes that we're curious about? And honestly, ending there is awesome. Like it's a great thing to figure out, okay, well, here's that golden thread. Um, and so now again, using my, mine as an example, um, let's talk about passion and purpose for, for a minute or two. So if my curiosities point to connection, um, then, you know, we can say, um, again, according to what we heard at this event, um, a couple nights ago, um, we can say that my passion um, is, or, or that I'm passionate about um, connecting to people, which is very much, which is very, very true for me. Connecting to people, relationships, but then also connecting the dots. So this is also very, I feel like very ex, uh, expressive of you because you're very much that person, and Nolan is too. Um, connecting the dots, and when I say connecting the dots, I mean. Um, I, you know, when I talk about connection, I, I love trying to figure out, okay, well, how can we take old ideas, but then put them together in a new way and then launch them out into the world, which is very much like what I love about my business or, you know, helping, um, other people to do so, but connection, connection is 
the curiosity and connection is my passion. Now, if that is true, then we can turn this passion into purpose. In other words, we would ask ourselves, okay, I, I know that I'm passionate about this. Again, I am driven for this. I have energy behind this, um, b- behind me, in other words. I have this sort of support, this lifting, this launching um, that that is going to be more possible because I'm so excited by it. So I obviously can turn this into purpose, meaning something purposeful. Um, and so we would ask ourselves, what problems in the world can be served by this passion? So this passion that I have for connection, what problem in the world can be served by this thing that I love? In other words, this thing that maybe comes easy to me. You know, that's what we, you know, when we talk about the genius zone, remember when we went to Allegheny College and did our talk, we talked about the genius zone. And this reminds me of that. In other words, when I say that it might come easy for me, all of us have those things. And this is a lot of what the golden thread or the through line, anytime you do a Venn diagram thing about anything, um, you're in many ways, you're really looking at, or you're trying to find out what your genius at. In other words, the thing that you do that when you do it, time passes so quickly. The thing that you do that you, you get don't into flow. It, yeah, you you get into flow that you don't even know that you're doing it because you enjoy it so much. Or the thing that you know that you're in flow, you know that you're in your genius zone or in your zone of genius when friends very often say, or your husband or your wife or your father or your mother say, How did you do that? Like you just did that in like Three seconds, or how did you just figure that out? So, um, so in many ways, we're really talking here about the genius zone as well. But that's really the question to ask yourself. Once you figure out the through line, then ask yourself, you know, knowing that that through line is pointing you to passion. So now let's take your passion and turn it into purpose. What problems in the world can be solved, or excuse me, can be served? by this passion that I have of connection. And so now I can go out into the world um, or, or get even more curious. Again, keep journaling or keep talking to Josh or keep talking to whomever I'm working with, meaning whoever, if I have a coach at the moment or if I'm working with someone, um, you know, keep diving, keep getting even more curious around what Problems. Let's say choosing one or two main problems in the world, whether it's the business world, the greater world outside of the business world, that can be served with that passion, and um, and that's a really worthwhile. This all don't you agree that this you know having heard this um, exercise, heard about this exercise from Jason Silva, it's a pretty worthwhile way to spend. I mean, again, we only spent two, three minutes on it so far, but I'm sure we'll spend a little bit more. How do you feel about, we've been talking about seasons. How do you feel about this next season? You know, you're going through a lot of changes professionally, et cetera. How do you feel about that? Or how do you feel about Nolan? You know, Nolan going through his new changes, now having seen this diagram and having having gotten feedback? Well, I don't think I've gotten feedback yet. I think it's 
reframed how I'm thinking about myself in relationships and myself relative to issues and situations that I know are coming up. It, it, I think it, it's an exercise that seats you in a different chair, potentially, that, that, that makes you reconsider where you are as a person and, and how you're going into the world. I think it's feedback, though. Any, any, anytime we do an exercise and we are putting, again, putting the puzzle pieces together, we are getting feedback that we may not have known in that way before. It's feeding you. Yeah, I think it's we're just using you different with new words information. for it. Yeah. Yeah. You have anything to say anymore? No, I, I mean, just what I was saying is that I think it reframes, it has the potential to reframe the way that you think about yourself in the world and reframe the way that you think about yourself in relationship with people. Mm -hmm. um, reconsider some of the self-perception that you've had. It, 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 any of these exercises, I mean, not just this one, but any of these exercises where you kind of like dive into your own values and philosophies and trying to find a, a different or, or a new way of, of thinking about things is, is a inherently hugely valuable exercise. Yeah, it really is. And I'd like to offer before we say farewell, I'd love to offer two ideas. One, you know, going through an exercise like this with someone that you care about is really helpful. I know that we probably, um, go through, you know, do exercises like this on our own and just how valuable anytime that you and I do something together like this, um, the value and the richness is increased for me, um, a lot. And so that would be one. And then, um, I think I just forgot the second one, but, um, we're doing it, doing it together, doing it together. Hmm. I did forget the second one. So I think that's really That'll the, be the next podcast. That might be the next podcast. Exactly. And I think really just, you know, to, to wrap things up, um, and then I'll let you wrap things up, um, as well. I'm in super, in, in such a big appreciation of everything that I'm learning right now about motherhood, about myself, about, oh, I just remember the second thing, about how every time we do an exercise like this, you know, sometimes we think, it may not be conscious, but sometimes, um, you know, we, we do these exercises and think, oh, that's, that's the only time I ever have to do it. And really, if we could do these types of exercises um, and, and have, or even just have these types of conversations with people that really fill you up um, every quarter, let's say, you know, every couple months, you know, as often as we can, the better, because we're constantly evolving. And so these different puzzle pieces, you know, sometimes, you know, we might be down on something or we may not feel like we're that jazzed about life, but it's not because we're not jazzed about life or because there's not reason. It's just sometimes we need to sit down and literally put pen to paper and start drawing and really understanding, trying to get an, an understanding of ourselves 
um, and how we relate to life today because it's today is different than it was a couple months ago. So, so I'm in appreciation of all of that. Um, and I love that I get to do that with you. And then I love that I get to do this podcast with you. That's awesome. Yeah. And I guess to continue on with your phrasing, I'm, I'm in appreciation of the fact that we always have the opportunity until we stop taking breath to learn new things and explore our world and uh, challenge our own previous thinking. And as I've done a number of times in my life, recognize that the the thoughts or the feelings that I had were actually not accurate or not right and and embrace that and, and move on and grow as a result of it. So um, I think that's a massive part of being alive and being a human is that as long as you draw breath, you can learn and you can grow. That's beautiful. Well, everyone, thank you so much for being here on this new episode of the How Goods This podcast. Here's to creating connections. Um, Here's to continuing to be curious and to curiosity not killing the cat, but expanding the cat, expanding the cat. The cat's going to get fat, (laughs) super fat cat. So we will talk to you soon. Thank you so, so much for being here. And don't forget, if you have enjoyed this podcast, definitely leave us a review on iTunes. And we can't wait to connect with you on other topics soon. That's today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Feel free to share. And if you could take two minutes and leave us a rating on iTunes, it would mean so much to us. We hope you've been moved to find your own answers to the question, how good's this?